Happy hour movie review. Happy hour movie review. Happy hour movie review. The theme is Wes Anderson movies. And the the first review is going to be by Michael Milano of Milano Finest Imports. Of Milano's Clothing. (laughs) Milano's Pizzeria. Currently franchising. Mike will be doing a review of. Oh shit! What movie are you doing? Oh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I forgot yes. for a second. <laughs> the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay, take it away, Mike. Um. All right. So it starts, and the Grand Budapest Hotel has seen better days. Is it in Budapest? I really don't know. It's a general question. I assume it is. <laughs> And I now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know anything else in Budapest but that hotel, which may not even be there. So they're at this dilapidated hotel, and they notice this like old man is hanging out there. Hangs out there all the time, and I think it's like a reporter, some guy. He's there. Decides to talk to the old man. It's like, hey, old man, what you doing? Always hanging around here. And he's like, if you meet me. Tomorrow morning for breakfast, I'll tell you all about it. And he's like, oh, shit, this sounds interesting. Sit down next morning, and he starts, he proceeds to tell him the story of how he was a bellboy at the hotel when he was whatever age. Like what? No way. Yeah. Old man? Yeah, he worked there. Oh, my God. Wait. Cool. It gets better. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, he was a bellboy. I guess he was probably young, 13 or something. I don't know, 15, whatever age. He's a young boy. It's child labor. <coughs> I mean, it's Budapest. I don't know what the working age was. And this is like, we're going way back. We're going to like the 1940s or something. Let's not be mean to the Budapesties. I'm sure they're fine people. Budapesties. <laughs> Do you think that's what they're really referring to? Buda, Budapestians. They just call each other pesties for short. <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> <All> my besties. <laughs> okay. Um, so, way back in time, he is a bellboy at the hotel, and there's a concierge. And the and back in the day, concierge is like a very prestigious position to be in. Like, the concierge is the man, and. You know, they probably made good money or whatever. He's very well dressed. He's very respected. He kind of like runs the hotel, kitchen, staff, everyone. He's like giving like a speech before the day begins. It's like, all right, everybody get out there, do your best work. Hey, I don't want to see, you better tuck your shirt in, young man. I don't want to see your tie undone. And they run a tight ship and there's a code. You know, the code is like, it's not, it's not a ship, though, right? No, surprisingly, no. It's not. It's not a ship. <laughs> That's the other movie. What are you doing? Sorry. There is a Wes Anderson ship movie, but the this is this isn't that one. No, this is the hotel one. On um, land. On land. This is on land. Yeah. So <coughs> the oh man, I'm not gonna remember the guy's name. Any of their the actors' names. Bill Murray. Oh, is Bill? Well, of course, Bill Murray's in it. But oh. I'm sorry. The main guy is Ralph Fiennes, a.k.a. Laura Voldemort. 
What? Yeah. That's Lord Voldemort? Yeah. Dude, he's really good in this movie. He's such a good actor. He's a really good actor, and just his character is awesome. He brings so much to that role. Really, they both do. Um, Oh, my God. I'm not even going to remember their characters' names. I'm so unprepared for Anyway, so concierge, he's big shit. He hires young bellboy to work at the hotel, and they they start to develop a little bit of a bond, a little friendship. And, you know, there's a girl that lives in the village nearby who's like, um, her dad is, is the, her dad's the baker, pa- pastry, <laughs> pastry maker. Is there a difference between a pastry maker and a baker? Not to Are me. Are they the same thing? They're the same thing. Okay. I'm not up to I'm on my sure sweets. Like a, a pastry person would disagree, but so he makes like cakes is what he does. Anyway, um, he's a caker, <laughs> and <laughs> and his daughter works for him. Did She's also like 12. I don't did know. You say he's a pesty caker. He's a pesty caker. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Wow. That's cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she, you know, drops off cakes to the hotel all the time. She's like a little, um, she's like a handy girl and delivery girl, and she's doing all kinds of work for her dad. She's a handy girl. Like she just uh, has a lot of roles at the oh, cakery. Oh, I thought that meant she gave out like a lot of hand jobs. <laughs> oh shit, no, she's <laughs> like twelve. <laughs> um, Jake was thinking it. <laughs> oh shit, reverse. She <laughs> gives zero hand jobs. She's Ever. not a handy not girl. That kind of movie. Yeah, this is not that movie. I don't <laughs> want to give off the wrong impression. She's very innocent. She just bakes cakes and delivers them to the hotel. She's really smart. Yeah, yeah. She's super smart. Oh, she's got a big scar on her face, too. But, but it doesn't take away movie. from her because she has a great personality. She's a fantastic personality. And and Bellboy, he realizes that. <laughs> and and he starts to, like, court her. He's got a little crush. So Concierge is like, oh, I'm going to help you holler at your girl but concierge is good at talking to women because what he does is he basically bangs all the old ladies at the hotel oh yes it's all coming back to me now it's all like coming back song. to me now when you bang those old ladies <laughs> in that booty pass hotel <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> I don't know how it all started. I think he's probably a little fucked up. I think he was, like, basically stealing inheritance. Like, he'd catch these old ladies at, like, the end of their life, mm. bang the shit out of them, and then they'd be like, I love you, concierge, and leave him, like, their inheritance. Very cool. Yeah. So Not a bad idea. So, there's a particular, particularly wealthy woman that he is having um, intercourse with, and she loves him. And he, he's very respectful about the whole thing, other than robbing them. It's very, like, he's very nice. He gives them, like, the, he even says, he's like, I give them the best years of their life uh, right at the end. So, like, it's a cool thing to do. Yeah. He's taking one for the team, but he's also taking a lot of stuff for himself. So she leaves him. She dies, and he goes. Maybe, uh, maybe I, I'm misrepresenting it, but I know he goes to her funeral, or he goes to the will reading. And he is surprised because in the will, they leave him a painting. She leaves him a painting. It's called Boy with Apple. And it's apparently a very famous painting worth a lot of money. 
And he's like, what? Him and like little bellboy look at each other like, what? I'm rich. Not Maybe not you, bellboy, but me. I'm rich <laughs> as fuck now. But also the whole family turns around and they're like, who the fuck is this concierge getting boy with Apple? And <laughs> well, they're all so like Willem Dafoe is there and uh, Big Nose guy, um, oh, pianist. the pianist. Oh, Adrian Brody. Yes. yes. Thank you, Dick. Yeah, Love Adrian him. Brody is there. They are like the family members of the elderly woman. Maybe her kids. I don't even know. Um, but they're little. They're little fuckheads, dude. Little fuckboys. They're in it to win it. They're in it for the money. And when she dies, and they leave concierge stuff, they're like, "Oh hell no! Everything is ours." And he knows it. He gets all these looks. And he takes Bellboy with him, and he's like, oh, we need to go to the bathroom. Let's get out of here. And they go into the study, take the painting, and, like, wrap it up and do, like, a switcheroo, put another painting in, and then leave. And there's, this is going to come back into play later, but there's something wrapped up in the painting. It wants wrapped. Significant. <coughs> so they... <laughs> How was it wrapped? Wrapped up in the painting. It's significant. Later. Later in the story. So wait, did they auction this painting? I kind of remember this. I don't think so. Like, everyone wants Boy with Apple, right? Well, uh, yeah, I think that's what you're thinking of is, yeah. like, the will reading. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a will, yeah. Well, the will reading happened. I don't think they ever go to an auction. So anyway, they steal the painting. Well, not really steal, because it's his. It, correct, they but they the they have to <laughs> escape. Oh, and they do it with the help of the help, like <laughs> the house help, like the butlers and like cooks and stuff. They're all like, "Oh yeah, we're service homies too. We got you." They're like, "Respect. Um, we're gonna help you escape with what's rightfully yours." And they do. And he gets away, but <laughs> I may be jumping the gun. I think this is when the is there a chase? Is this when the chase happens? That sounds familiar. There's like a chase on a sled. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Wes Anderson thing to do. <laughs> I don't, actually don't know if it happens now, but that happens. So now they have this painting. It's worth a lot of money. Um, concierge homie in the meantime. Sorry, not concierge. Uh, bellboy um, has, in the meantime, courted young cakery girl. And <laughs> and they're, they're an item now. They, like, sneak into each other's houses and sleep together at night. Like, cuddle up in... Um, PG style, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's totally, it's totally PG. They're like writing love notes to like each other. In the same bed. He writes her like really cute, like little poems, Aww. and they like hides them in the cake and stuff, like cake boxes. It's, it's cute. Uh, she's got to hide it from her dad. She's not allowed to do that either. So. Or she'll get beat. They don't show that. There is a scene where they have to escape through the roof from her dad. So I guess a beating is implied. Something is implied there. <laughs> um, but it doesn't happen. They get away. Um. So anyway, uh, ch the children of this past woman, who's now passed, she they they are like real crooked. They're fucked up, and they they're gonna get this painting by any means necessary. Like, who the fuck's this guy who's taking this like multi million dollar painting? So they start to do some really shady shit. William Defoe turns out to be like a murderer. He's like cutting people's fingers off and mailing them, oh, and shit. he he kills some like bread lady. What? Yeah, he starts like just offing people out of nowhere. But like, why? Like to intimidate. 
Ralphie. To yeah, to intimidate him. So he's like, This painting's not yours. You need to return this or like shit's only gonna get worse for you. And he's like, I won't be intimidated. Like, yeah, this sucks that all these people are now involved, but like that ain't, this ain't my fault, you know. So they start like getting in a little tuffle with the family. <laughs> um, oh, so <laughs> there's a scene earlier I have to cover. I actually think this is when they're on the way to the will reading. They have to take a train. Basically, I mean, back in the day, you got to take a train anywhere. And it's Europe, you know. But it's like right in the midst of a war. So there's, they get, the train gets stopped. Oh, yeah, I remember the scene. By like a bunch of military dudes. It's like World War One too, I'm pretty sure. They I'm got pretty like sure it's, helmet. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's German World War One. Yeah. And they get stopped, and they're, they're checking all the shit, and they, they go to check Little Bellboy, because he's an Indian person, and they're like, Oh, we're gonna harass him. Oh yeah. no! Racist. Yeah, and concierge is like, "Fuck no, you're not," and stands up for him, and they both want to get beat up. Oh. Of it. Yeah. So that just proves you know never stand up to the police. No, he's a cool. He's a good guy. <laughs> that yeah, just like goes to show you. He was like, uh uh-uh, not up. my bellboy." Yeah. You get beat up. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, you get they get beat up, but they make it to where they're going. Then there's uh you know the sled chase and uh, motorci- motorcycle chase. There's a lot of chases, and then it gets to comes to a head, and they're at um they're at the hotel, and oh <laughs> they're calling in favors from all the other because it's a Wes Anderson movie, so everyone in the world has to be in it. It's all the same Wes Anderson cast, so they they call in all the help from these concierge this concierge network, like they all work. Together, it's like they're all going into other each other's hotels. Like, how's your hotel going? I don't know how they know each other. There's a secret. (laughs) Yeah, there's a secret concierge network. They have like pigeons or some shit. Yeah, it's like concierge uh, internet in the 1920s. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, so he calls in all these favors, and it's like um, Jason Schwartzman and. I think um, Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson is one of one, one of the Wilson Wilsons. brothers is one of them. It's a bunch of like people from Wes Anderson movies. They get a small part. Uh, probably got paid millions of dollars for this like ten second role. But anyway, so it winds up being that Adrian Brody and William Defoe bring uh, bring like the army to the hotel to come get the concierge guy. Like oh. He's a th- he's a thief. He stole this thing, and the military's like, okay, yeah, let's go get him. And they show up at the hotel, and a freaking gunfight breaks out in the hotel. What? Yeah, there's like a in the lobby. There's like a three store story like balcony. It's like every level has a balcony on the inside, mm-hmm. and they're on opposite sides of the balcony, just shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, insane. Uh, but luckily, like no one gets killed. Thank God. Um, and especially none of like the innocent bystander guests. They don't really cover that. Yeah, gun violence is bad. <laughs> Isn't it? I don't remember how it happens. I think it happens during the fight somehow. Bellboy breaks the rap that Boy with Apple was in. Mm-hmm. Not I mean not even just be the rap. It's like the backing of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a hidden note in yeah. it. And then in the note it like leaves the whole fortune to concierge. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, something something like along that. those lines. It's a very important note. 
and so I think they wind up like getting it all sorted out in a legal way. I mean, Adrian Brody goes to jail because he just shot up a fucking hotel. Mm-hmm. Moron. As he should. Um, and so does William Defoe because like he murdered people. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's thing not do. okay. You don't want to do that. Um, but it's great. So like he Bellboy winds up like living happily ever after with his girl, and and then the, so then fa- fast forward back to present time. Old man is sitting with the reporter, and he's like, "Man, this is a, this is a crazy story you're telling me." And he's like, "I'm just glad it has a happy ending." But he's like, "What, what happened to everyone? Like, where is everyone?" So he tells the story about how he married the girl, but then like a few years later, she gets like typhoid yeah, or something and dies. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. and then but they had a kid first, right? I don't they remember. Have a kid together? I don't remember. They might have. I think they had a kid. She was very young, though. It's like she, I don't even think she made it into her 20s before she died. And then Concierge and him take a train. This time it's World War II. Concierge steps up. They fucking shoot him. <gasps> yeah. He no! dies. Yeah. God, this is so sad. <laughs> so then they go, they go back to the present, and the guy who's interviewing him is, like, crying. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, there's like that's why I was like the my best moments of my life happened in this hotel. He well, it turns out Bellboy bought the hotel with all the money from Boy with Apple. Yeah. Or Boy uh-huh. Boy with Apple. Yeah. So he owns a hotel and it's like derelict and falling apart and he's like, look, I don't really have the money to fix it. No one really comes to stay here, but like this is where I was happy and like this is where I'll spend the rest of my life. And oh. That is so sad. Yeah, it's sad. But then the reporter guy writes a, a story about it, and that's uh, the movie we watched. That's awesome. I'd like to think that maybe because of the story that, like, people went back to the hotel, and then, like, they got to, like, you know, remodel it. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, wait, how many apples do you give that film? <laughs> um, strangely enough, I want to give it, like, nine out of ten boys. Ooh, <laughs> okay. But... Only seven out of ten apples. Like, not all the boys have apples. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but it's a great movie. I mean, like I said, Concierge, his his role is amazing. He kills it. He's like, he just makes me happy and even, like, fighting to the end and, like, banging old ladies. Like, it just, yeah, it's, it's cool. so cool. It is all cool. Um, and then, like, the relationship between Bellboy and his girl is very cute. I give and it uh, seven out of eight Pesci's. Joe Pesci is not in this movie. No, Buddha Pesci. Oh. Like people that live there. If you would, you listen to episode one, you would get this. <laughs> everything with Joe Pesci. <laughs> Still crying. All right, good job, not all the boys have apples. Wasn't that a fantastic review by Mr. Michael of the movie about the hotel and the guy that banged older women? Next up, we have Miss <laughs> Morgan. She will be doing a film also by Mr. Wes Anderson entitled Fantastic Mr. Fox. He almost forgot he it forgot again. It. <laughs> that look on his face. <laughs> I got it right there, huh? You got it. All right, take it away. You seem to say fantastic three more times. <laughs> Okay, so Fantastic Mr. Fox is, I want to say, Wes Anderson's, like, first animated movie? Yeah, it's, like, um, Claymation, though, right? 
like yeah, like not, a not stop and go. <coughs> yeah, what's the word? Know, it's the not claymation because they have to use clay, right? No, it's they're not made out of clay. It looks like they're made out of like yeah, they're like they're like puppets or something. Stop animation. Stop yeah. animation. Yeah, I think, I think I you're said. right. And they just take a bunch of pictures and. Oh, that's how you do it. I yeah, feel like that it takes take like, like thousands of pictures and, and clip to them all together. Though, right? it, it takes a long time. So I watched this thing on Netflix, the movies, the holiday movies that made us. It's like mm. the toys that made us. Mm-hmm. They did a bunch of series, and they did one about the Nightmare Before Christmas, and they said it took something like ten thousand pictures to make that movie. So that was stop animation. Yeah, but they were like made out of clay, right? Or no? I think so. Yeah. Damn, I feel like you need like a lot of patience for that. Yeah, there's like specific um, artists that do this, and there's not a lot of people that do it. Um, it's a difficult thing to do. But anywho's it. So anyway, that's what this movie is, and it's about <laughs> this fox, fantastic Mr. Fox. So is I his think name his Mr. Fox. I think his name is Mr. Fox. He's George Clooney because you know smooth, sexy voice. Sammy is a fox. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Also a silver fox. That's what you call him, right? Yeah, he gets better looking with age. I don't understand it. I feel like most men do. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the movie starts off. It's like Mr. Fox and his wife, and they're stealing from this farm. And like, this is what he's known for is like stealing shit, like stealing like birds, chickens, geese. Pigs. I don't know, whatever. He's just known for stealing from Miscellaneous farms. items. Yeah, so anyway, movie starts off. They're stealing, you know, whatever food for the night from this farm, and they get caught. Riff rat. Street rat. <laughs> Scoundrel. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> not singing aloud anymore. Um, they get caught, and so his wife is like, I'm pregnant. I don't want to do this shit anymore. And he's like, what? Like, I live for this. this and she's like, <laughs> she's like, if we're going to have a child, we're not going to do this anymore. And he's like, okay, fine. So Wait, does he have to get like a nine to five? He's a fucking fox. No, <laughs> he does. And he's fucking really? miserable. It's like 12 years later in fox years. <laughs> That's <laughs> a lifetime. Does, exactly. So they have this kid who's kind of like, not like literally the opposite of him. Like... Like, always on edge, like, hates life, like, isn't athletic, isn't cool like his dad. So his dad is like, what does Mr. Fox do? He, like, writes for the newspaper or something like that, and he's, like, he's miserable. He, like, wants to live life on the edge. So. We're living on the edge. So he ends up buying this house, like, a bigger house, because he's like, I want to provide for my family. And it's this tree and the tree is on this hill, and it overlooks three, I guess, farms. Sounds like it's on the North Shore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's called Bogus, Bunce, and Bean. And it's like a chicken, a turkey, and a duck farm. And, like, these are three men that, like, you don't fuck with. And he's like, I'm bored. I'm going to try to steal from them oh. behind behind the family's back. Is this, like, a prequel or a sequel to Ocean's Eleven? It could be. <laughs> it sounds like it. So anyway, he talks his friend into like stealing with him. I think it's like an opossum. Yeah, it's not a badger because I'm pretty sure like the badger's his lawyer because this badger's like a mean guy. 
because badgers are like known for being like mean, right? Like you don't fuck with badgers. Like they're the ones that can't. Honey that badger kill. don't give a shit. Yeah, are they the ones that kill like king cobras? That's a honey badger. Yeah. Honey badgers don't give a shit. They will eat anything. Yeah. So anyway, his friend the possum he talks his friend into stealing with him, and they steal from the farms like three nights in a row and like so he's on a high he's like i can do this now like life is good again and so the farmers are pissed and they realize that it's the fox and they find out where the fox lives and they like blow up the fox's home so the fox and the family have to like dig underground which foxes do right foxes foxes burrow like um especially snow foxes that's how they hunt whoa didn't know we had a fox Fox analogist is my um, title. Oh, okay. So anyway, eventually the farmers know that they have to come out for like water and food, but the farmers don't know that all like the foxes have animal friends. So the foxes like bury more and they find their animal friends. Well, it turns out that the farmers blew up all the other animal friends' homes, and they're like pissed at Mr. Fox. They're like, seriously, dude. Like, you had to live out your childhood dreams again just for a couple of, like, turkeys. So, anyway. I mean, I'd rather a duck, but whatever. (laughs) So, anyway, it's like all of the animals of this little town are, like, buried underground. And they're all pissed at Mr. Fox, including his wife. And, um, oh, I forgot this part where the wife's like nephew comes in town and he's like the complete opposite of their son he's kind of like mr fox like he's cool he's like athletic he can like dive I'm into the quarterback. he can like dive into the pool without making a splash <laughs> you remember that scene yeah. and so anyway their son is like super jealous of him and is like mean to him the whole time because he thinks that like his dad would like his cousin more than him so anyway I wonder, wait, do you think the son is Jason Schwartzman? That would make sense. Probably. Oh, yeah. I'm Big surprise, Jason Schwartzman's in the Wes Anderson and movie. And he's like, Schwartzman plays every character. So is Bill Murray and, and Owen like Wilson wait, and I'm Willem Dafoe. Sure Bill Murray <laughs> is like the mean badger. Wait, wait, Bill Murray's name is Badger. Wait, they're all f- have the funniest names. Check it out. Weasel, Fox, Badger. There's Mr. and Mrs. Fox. And then there's Ash. Ash is their son. Okay. <laughs> why does he not? Well, like, why is he not Little Fox? And the, I think the nephew's name is like Chris Christopherson or Christopherson. Chris. Yeah. But Chris I think it's Christopher. And then the rest oh. of them are Rat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Rat is the guy. Is one, Rat works for like one of the farmers? Why does some of them get normal names and some of them get like there's like Kylie and Petey? I guess there's the difference between people and, and animals. No, because Ash is an animal. Wes Anderson, if you're listening, please Wes, call in. Yeah, Wes, <laughs> we need some clarification here. Just hit me on my cell. You know the number. 281-330-8005. <laughs> so anyway, while they're all underground, I forgot to mention this part. Somehow they get Mr. Fox's tail. Which is, like, the worst thing you can get from a fox. Wait, they take his tail off? Yeah, I think they blow it up somehow. You know what that's called? I had to look this up. Autotomy. What? Well, you know how lizards can... Why do you know so much about foxes? This isn't about foxes. (laughs) I don't think think foxes can do this. I'm actually... My second title is tailologist. Um, Lizards can lose their tails. Yeah, lizards can lose a limb. 
and they'll just regrow it. That's how they get away. Like, oh, dude, take oh, my tail. Oh, it's I thought it was just tail. <laughs> well, the, the, I think it's just tail for lizards, but the okay. definition of autotomy is to self-amputate. Wow. So you can choose to amputate one of your limbs to survive. So foxes can do that? No, I don't think so. What was the point of that? Just but I was trying to it. say I oh. understand autotomy <laughs> to a degree. He was just trying to flex his <laughs> and, and I don't think that foxes, so foxes can do that. Foxes can't do that. So in this movie, if he loses his tail, that's man. permanent. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. You You're not that. no point in getting the tail back. Unless, it's gone, homie. Unless they play pin the tail on the fox. I guess. <laughs> I guess it sounds painful. Yeah. And I don't know how long that's gonna last. <laughs> Anyway, they have his tail, and Ash and Chris decide to be buddy-buddy while they're, like, underground, about to die. And they're like, let's go get Mr. Fox's tail from one of the farms. Oh. That's noble of them. So then they try to do that, but then they run into, who do you guess? Rats. Motherfucking rat. And Rat's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm gonna fuck y'all up. Y'all aren't getting to this tail. Like, I protect these parts. And What's up with Willem Dafoe and amputations in Wes Anderson movies? What's with Willem Dafoe and rats? Is there another rat thing? I swear to God, there is this rat movie, which I feel it's called, like, Rats. Oh, that's not Willem Dafoe. I know it's exactly not? what you're talking about. That It's called uh, w- Wilfred, or. Yes! Who's in it? It's the guy from Charlie's Angels. Remember the skinny guy? Oh, that smells the hair, the hair dude. I thought that was Willem. Yeah, the smelly hair guy. That's not Willem Dafoe. Well, his hair doesn't smell, but he likes to smell smell hair. Who is that guy? Because I thought this whole time it was Willem Dafoe. He's a creepy dude, man. He's always But he's a really good actor. Like, he's he's got his niche as the creepy guy. He's like a nice guy, right? But he just always looks creepy. Yeah. I think it's just because of the rock movie. I swear, I'm bringing my computer next time. Yes, he yeah. is. Oh my God, yeah. it is yeah. him. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, but maybe in that movie there's some rats that we don't know about. <laughs> it's true, man. <laughs> or hair sniffing. <laughs> but that movie is called Rats, right? I don't know. Good God, there's a lot of people in Charlie's Angels. Oh. Anyway, where you at on this plot? So anyway, they run into Rat because they're trying to find Mr. Fox's um, tail. His name is Crispin Glover. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Crispin. What's happening? Crispin, if you're listening, can you tell us what's up with the rats, dude? Also, what came first, Crispin the person or Crispin the apple cider? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Which came first? Maybe he makes the apple cider. (laughs) Dude, all of his pictures are very creepy. Look at this one. Dude's just got a creep face, man. It's like the eyebrows. But honestly, he's really cool in the Charlie's yeah. Angels movies. He mm-hmm. looks like an anti-Christ. I still wouldn't want him wait, near Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is the hair. This is a oh, my God. Bottle. This is a picture of him on a Do y'all think I could pull this up? Oh. Crispin, what's his last name? Glover. Yeah, Google that. Ooh, do you nice think he's related to Donald Glover? No. Definitely, 100%. <laughs> no. Well, y'all are the ones that think I own Milano's pizza and shit. <laughs> God damn. There's a lot of us, all right? <laughs> okay, so anyway, back to Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox. <laughs> they're, they're fighting off rat because they want to get to the tail. Yeah. 
Long story short. Long story short. <laughs> I've already done that once this year. I don't even. Long story short. Rat ends up dying, but like on his deathbed, which I think he gets electrocuted, he says where the tail is. So like the two boys try to go th- get the tail. This sounds like animal torture. He's like waterboarding like him. On animal, but also, why would the rat be on the people side? Right? Because that's where he gets his food. Yeah. They're scavengers. Oh yeah, I guess so. But wouldn't it like seems like they would want to kill him instead of him being like their security guard, right? I yeah. never had a relationship with a rat. Bubonic plague. <laughs> that doesn't sound like him. <laughs> so anyway. Um, long so anyway, Mr. Fox tries to like reach an agreement with the farmer. So he's like, listen, like leave us alone, leave all the other animals alone, like I won't steal from y'all anymore. And the farmers are like, No, fuck you, we're gonna kill all of y'all. Damn. So, but the animals are like, okay, like, we knew this was going to happen. Like, we can never trust people because people are assholes. Like, they kill us all the time with their cars and with their guns. Yeah. As someone that's killed an animal with a car, though, (laughs) (laughs) in people's defense, we can't all... A possum. Wow. It was an accident. The possum literally committed suicide Mm -hmm. using my car. (laughs) It ran in front of me, and I was like, oh, good, it's gone. And then it beelined it right back, right in front of my car, and I was like, doom, doom. I was like, god damn it. Did you at least, like, take it out the road, or you just kept on driving like a monster? It would happen right in front of my house. It, yeah. So was it dead, or did you have to, like, stomp on its neck and kill it? I had had to mercy kill it. No! That is, Mike, are you okay? How'd you do it? I'm like this dude. This, is, this got to really to dark. <laughs> if you must know, I beat it with a shovel. It only took one whack to the head, and it was okay. Dead. Good, but like, but it was like squirming, like oh, its spine was broken or something. God, it was so not sad. okay. We can cut this out because this is dark. <laughs> um, I ran over a snake once in high school, and I swerved just to get away from the snake, but I'm running over its head, and it was like a loud pop. Oh. And like it's, I still see it in my nightmares because it was the loudest pop, and I cried over that little baby snake. But then I saw that I, because I like went back and I told my mom and I was crying to her, and then we went back to go see the snake so I could bury it. But then a fox had gotten it and was eating it. Fucking fox, dude! Full circle. Full circle. If you want to hear how I killed a small animal, join our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we're obviously not hunters. We're n- we're wimps. We just drive cars. <laughs> we're no, not very well either. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me finish this movie. So anyway, the animals are like, "Oh yeah, we know that these farmers are going to attack us." So then they like amp. So then they attack the farmers back. It's like a, a war. Pretty much, it's a war. And. I think, long story short, the animals get away. They settle into, like, new homes. In the sewer, they're like, yeah, we're sewer animals now. Like, whatever. But then they realize... The rat love that. Yeah, too bad he died. But then they realize that the sewer is directly underneath, like, a grocery store. And it's full of turtles. And they love to eat pizza. (laughs) The sewer... Tune in next time for our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle review. The sewer is underneath a grocery store that 
Bogus bunts and bean all own. Oh, and so they so get into the grocery the store homies. and they're like, fuck you. Like, we're cut out the middleman. We go from farm to, to superstore. Yeah, so it ended up being like a happy ending. Yeah, I guess not for the farmers. Um, I give it four out of five foxtails. That's pretty high. Pretty high. Yeah, I don't even really think. Is there even four foxtails in this movie? They all lose their tails so that Morgan can give her well, a no, review. Well, no, because there's four fox foxes. Yeah. You know, I give that now they don't have tails. I give that review five out of five pops. It's a good review. Solid. Now we have Jacob Adams doing the Darling Limited. Darjeeling. Uh, the Darjeeling. <laughs> starring Adrian Brody, Jason Schwartzman, and... Owen Wilson, one of the Wilson brothers. Owen Wilson, yep. Yeah, Owen. The the Nose Brothers. Take it away. <laughs> so the Nose Brothers, the Dujeeling Limited. <laughs> it starts out with the youngest of the Nose Brothers catching a train. He catches his train because so hard. <laughs> catches his train and he meets up with his other Nose Brothers. And they're all together. They don't know why they're meeting up with their <laughs> brother Francis. They don't know or knows why. They don't know. They don't know why. No one knows. But Peter, the youngest brother, who's Jason Schwartzman, gets on the train, meets his other nose brothers, Owen Wilson, Adrian Brody. But Francis, Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson's Francis, he has this whole trip planned for him, and he takes their passports. But they don't really know what's going on. You know, th- this is a year after their father's funeral. Their father died in a tragic car accident. Why did they wait a year? Is that weird? They, well, there's a lot of things that have happened. The, the youngest brother, Peter, just got out of a, a terrible relationship. And then Francis, who I believe is the middle brother, uh, has all these face shit, all these bandages and shit on his face. Face is fucked up. More mm, than just that must his be regular Owen Wilson. big nose. Yeah, <laughs> Owen Wilson, exactly, Francis. And then the oldest brother is wearing these fucking glasses that was their dad's, their dead dad's, and he can't even see out of them, but he's, I guess, like, you know, wearing them, like, as an attachment thing. But either way, they're on this train. Must be nice to have a dad. Right? (laughs) Even if he, yeah, they knew him, he just died. So they're on this train, and they're going to all these different Hindu temples. They're going to throughout India, and they're they're doing limited. And then, uh, so they're going to all these Hindu temples, yeah, they're, Hare Krishna and all that, and they're doing all that stuff, but they find out that Francis is bringing them to visit their mother, who abandoned them as oh, children. they didn't even know? They no, didn't but know. don't they find out to like, the end of the movie? It's, like, in the middle. This is kind of, like, the climax. They're, like, riding on the train. They go to all these cool temples and shit. They're having a good time, and then, oh, and then it's revealed. I mean, they're having a weird three-brother time. He hasn't seen these people ever in here, and they're all in mourning, and they're talking about their dad and shit. And oh, they, they weren't cool. close, then. I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not really. No, they're not. They're not especially, but I mean, they're brothers. So, but so they find out and they fight on the fucking train and shit. And then they're like, "Give us our passports. We're leaving." And they're all pissed. And he's like, "All right, all right, here's your passports." And then they're they're beginning to leave and they're riding on the train and like there's like a stop or something and they see these children drowning, like drowning, the river, struggling. They're drowning, drowning. Children drowning. Oh, I forgot about this part. Three children and their three brothers, so they all go in to save the children. And Do they Owen just Wilson snort up all of the water? Yeah. 
Start from square one and get back on the train. Yeah, because they wanted to go home. And then after the whole funeral procession and everything. They oh, they didn't. Apart. Did they take a plane? No, they never get on a plane. They're on their okay. way back to get on a plane. And they get this isn't planes, trains, and automobiles. No. There's just trains. Just trains. Okay. Okay. So he go. They go back to the train. So they're they like, you know what? We are going to go see our mom. Okay. Gotcha. You know, we just had all this new lease on life. You know, all this death. We gave children, and so they go see their mama, who is a Christian nun in the Himalayas. Weird, right? I don't even know how that happens. Right, dude. Um, she's on like a. But she's surprised. She's like shocked, and like they, you know, they have a moment and all that good stuff. And they have a nice time with their mama, and then they ride the train back, and you think it's wrapping up, and you think everything's good. But then, when Francis Owen Wilson tries to give them their passports, they go, "You know what? You just hold on to those," and they jump onto a train called the Bengal Lancer. And we're what does still that waiting mean? for that movie, Adrian Brody. Oh, <laughs> the Bingo Lancer Limited. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, as maybe whole, if Darjeeling Unlimited had done better in the box office, there would have been a Bingo Limited. Probably they should have had more superheroes and explosions in the first film, and then they would have got a sequel. But I, I thought there was there's there's a few more parts that you're missing. Yeah, I thought there um, was like a a snake fight. There yeah, was there was like a snake on a train incident. <laughs> All these motherfucking snakes <laughs> on this motherfucking train. Also, wait, wait, wait. Is Samuel Jackson in this movie? No, he is not. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> um, also, there was this part where Jason Schwartzman, who's the one who's like still in love with his ex-girlfriend, has like a little fling with a really super pretty oh. train attendant. Remember, she was like beautiful. This is so typical, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Like yeah, I feel like, like it's all of his characters, girls, even though he's like five foot two. I think Wes Anderson has a thing for him, honestly. <laughs> maybe <laughs> Jay, maybe Wes Anderson is this pretty girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're both married. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but then it's like I feel like all three diff- all three brothers have like very different pers- personalities. Like Owen Wilson's very like uptight and he's well. like I feel like he's like very anal remember he has the um <laughs> what, what kind of movie is this he has the um the um personal assistant remember who keeps yeah. all their shit exactly. and who he's he constantly like barking orders wait to. he goes on the trip with them yeah, yes dude I've yeah, seen this no. movie once and I remember nothing yeah he is like He's the personal assistant what of Owen Wilson. thing to do. And he's the one he like he he's the one who like plans all of this because Owen Wilson told him to. And he like treats him like shit. Oh, and Owen Wilson reveals that the reason he has all these 
scars on his face is from a motorcycle accident, but it was an attempted suicide attempt. Yeah. Oh. So and that's how his nose got fucked up? And, shit into it. <laughs> and they also have some flashbacks of them at the funeral. Remember when they're yeah. trying to get into their dad's car? Exactly. And well, I think their dad... They got their dad's luggage, and when they jump on the bingo lancer at the end, they uh-huh. blow their dad's luggage. Yeah. Like, let him go. Wait, why? What's in it? So just it's just the luggage, dad's luggage. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. it's like it's full of their shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. And also, I think their dad was Bill Murray, right? Because they do have flashbacks. Of course, it was. He has to be in a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. All right, so I give it. Um, <laughs> I give this film six trains. Seven out of nine noses. <laughs> That's good. I don't think it's um, my favorite Wes Anderson movie, but. I'm not saying that as someone that has watched it and doesn't remember anything about it. Maybe that's why. It's one of my favorites. Well, at least I loved it in high school. So I'm going to rate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Well, I've rated one giggle. <laughs> I don't want to say my rate out loud. No, you got to now. I need to know what this is. Nine out of nine dead boys. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Wait, it should have been two out of three dead boys. <laughs> Damn, two out of three. That's way better. Or two out of three live boys, I guess. <laughs> yeah, two out of three live boys. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of the Happy Hour Movie Review Podcast. Oh, bang us away, Jake. Yep, here we go. Perfect. Hey,